0: Greetings, everyone. Welcome to episode 76 of the Best Moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. Today's show was taken from July the 5th, 2011. I think it very, very well could be the first time in history that two shows broadcasted live simultaneously on two different platforms. Or one, I don't know how many platforms. But this is Greg's live interview over at Broader Topics. While he was broadcasting live, they were broadcasting live. Am I making sense here? Let's get to it. Here is Greg from July the 5th,
1: 2011. Enjoy. Uh, what you're about to hear, again, this is kind of, they're doing a live show right now in L.A. I'm doing a live show here in C-Town, and we'll see uh, how this goes. Uh, I'll probably have to chat with them here in a second. Uh, so stick around for uh, me getting interviewed for the first time on the show live. It could be, again, could be tragic, could be absolute success. Uh, so stand by.
2: And, oh, and explode. Wow. And... All right, we are have Greg Rampey from Barbecue Central on the air with us right now. Greg Welcome to Broad Topics. Laura, how are
1: you? Yeah. Great to be back on Broad Topics. And from what I understand, a gaggle of new broads since the last time I talked.
2: <laughs> we have He's some new broads, new broads and some old broads. Oh, wait, I represent J- old broads.
1: Is, is Joan still there?
2: I am still here. Thank you for remembering
3: Joan, me.
1: Right? God, I love Joan the most. No offense ah! Laura.
2: What the heck, Regretti, Laura?
1: <laughs> Just kidding.
2: Uh, yeah, sure. I hey, know you're not. Stacey Lewis is one of our newer hosts. You want to say hi to Stacey?
1: Hi, Stacey. Hi,
2: Greg. How We're, are you? Good. How are you? I'm new
1: school. Y- you're, yes, <laughs> new school. That's right.
2: And Kelly Lohman is actually back. She's been away from the show for about a year, but she is back guest hosting tonight. So you have three of the four original broads.
1: This is one of the most awesome things that has ever happened because I have a bunch <laughs> of people listening right now. When the last time, I believe, that I talked... To broad topics, Kelly Lohman was going away on hiatus. She hated the show. She was leaving on terrible terms. (laughs) And now you're back. I'm so happy. What happened?
2: Well, I heard you were going to be on the show, Greg, and I just didn't stay away. All
1: right. Well, I'll, I'll take it for what it is. (laughs)
2: Greg, just so you know, if anyone out there has listened to uh, Broad Topics, at the beginning, every single episode, we shout out to you in a spectacular way. And at some point in my life, I'm going to do an edited version of it just for you to play on your show. (laughs) We do, Greg. All the amazing segues that have been made in your
3: name. I was was going to say,
1: I listened to the show, and my favorite part, aside from your great dialogue between all four of you, is how you're somehow going to turn how you're introing the show's topic into me (laughs) injecting some type of pork or beef or something.
2: (laughs) That's our favorite way to do it. I love it. You know, Greg, uh, we were just talking about our 4th of July plans, and I was the only one who even attempted any grilling, and I went (laughs) sour, sadly sour. So would you please help tell us – first of all, what's the difference again between barbecuing and grilling? I know your entire audience is probably – falling over on their backs right
1: now. Now, I mean, the basics of the whole thing, and we could talk for hours on end about differences, but uh, the very bottom line is this. Grilling is done, is probably what 95% of the people do during 4th of July or when they're getting together to do a barbecue. And it's done at high heat, so we're looking at 400 degrees, 450 degrees and above, because there are contraptions that can go higher than that. And basically what happens is you have the heat source right underneath the grill grate, and then you have the meat on top of it, whether it's your burgers or your steaks or your chicken or whatever the case may be. Uh, This is done, let's say, at a maximum 15 to maybe 20 minutes, depending on what you're cooking. Uh, So that's grilling in a very small nutshell. And then barbecuing is done at much lower temperatures. So you're looking at 200 degrees to maybe 250 to 275 degrees. Uh, One of the biggest differences is the fact that the heat source has now moved from where it is uh, directly underneath the meat to something offset, or there's some type of apparatus above it to diffuse the heat directly, like a water pan or something of that nature. And it's done with wood smoke. You want to impart wood uh, smoke flavor uh, done with bigger cuts of meat. So perhaps you've heard of brisket, perhaps you've heard mm-hmm. of pork butt, uh, ribs, whole chickens. So these things, you know, at the most expedient part of barbecue, you're looking at chicken, that could be two hours. Uh, and then you're looking at six hours, four to six hours for ribs and you're looking at like two hours a pound for pork butts, those are typically seven, eight pounds, so it's 16, 18 hours there, and then a pound or hour and a half per pound for brisket, and depending on what kind of a cut you there, that could be another 15-hour affair. So it's more of a labor of love, but the word I love the most when talking about barbecue is succulence, and the journey and the reward that you get for putting all that hard work in is hardly comparable to anything else.
2: Greg, it's Laura. I just want to say that the best part of what you just said was the, the way in which you spat out The word barbecuing when people call what they're doing a barbecue.
1: It seems to be a universal term. Oh, what are we going to do today, ladies? Well, we're going to have a barbecue and this and that, but it's fine. You you want to interchange the terms, but I'm trying to disseminate proper information. So now you are all now being indoctrinated into centralites. So now you can talk to your friends and neighbors, and when they say, hey, barbecue, you can not only say, well, you're incorrect, sir or madam, and then you can really (laughs) bowl them over with all of this great information I have armed you with.
2: Oh, I like how that sounds. Well, Greg,
3: that's what – this is Joan again. I was thinking that very thing when you were going into your uh, delicious description of of the the two different types of grilling versus barbecuing and how many ignorant people out there just throw that term around, barbecue, like they know what they're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) really. Just drives me crazy now that I know the truth.
1: It's willy-nilly. These people just throwing terms around like it's reckless (laughs) abandon. I don't understand it myself.
3: So, Greg, this is Stacy. So, how do I invite someone to a griller? I mean, <laughs> we're, come on, we're having a griller. What, what would I say? Help me because I'm going to have one pretty soon. Well,
1: of course, the proper term is going to be cookout.
3: A cookout? That's oh! what you say.
1: Yeah.
3: A cookout. You're right. My uncle used to mm-hmm. say, I'm just going to throw some bleep on the grill. Yeah. Oh, okay. A That's cookout. what he used to say.
1: Oh. Yeah. Um, Can um, you um,
3: interchange that with even if you're going to have a barbecue?
1: Well, if you're barbecuing, then you can say, yes, I'm having a barbecue. For instance, last Wednesday, I had two days off, Wednesday, Thursday, and I smoked pork butts for pulled pork. So I had people over. I said, Did I'm you? having a barbecue. And yeah. I, I took those butts and I put some Worcestershire sauce on top and I took them and I rubbed my butts really nice and firmly. <laughs> and oh, I, yeah. And Tell I, me more. And then I, I, was in, I injected my butts with some special <laughs> injection. And when it was all said and done, 14 hours later, because I love to take time with the butts... Uh, They were just, you put your hand on top of it and it just mushes apart and it's fabulous and succulent and juicy and you don't even need sauce because a lot of people think that barbecue somehow is in a, a term of relation with sauce and it has nothing to do with sauce either. And if you do it right, you don't need to cover it up anything. You get the pork flavor, the chicken flavor, the beef flavor in your mouth and that's really all that it's about.
3: Our resident vegetarian, Kelly Lohman, has been shaking her head during that whole descriptive process. <laughs> Just
2: What made say, you more uncomfortable, yeah. Kelly? The uh, the discussion of the meat part or the almost pornographic description of the pork butt? Of uh, the pork butt. Well – I, I have to say the, the butt jokes never get old, and I appreciate them every time Greg makes them. Well, and for well, those of you Broad Topics listeners, that's one of the very many reasons to tune into Greg's show. Kelly, here's the problem. The discussion. I,
1: I'm, I am a man, of course, and most of my centralites are men, although we do have some central ladies. But when I start talking about the inner workings of barbecue, especially some of the competitors on the circuit, you have two grown men talking about injecting butts and rubbing thighs and this and that. And it could become, if you jumped into the show not knowing what it was about, you think you've turned into some type of homoerotic program. (laughs) And it's just part of the, it's part and parcel of barbecue. You can't get around it.
2: It sounds pretty good. Hey, Greg, it's Laura again. I was just wondering, when you go to the park, right, and you see all those amateurs, quote-unquote, barbecuing, and you look upon them with disdain, what are some of the big mistakes that they make, do you think?
1: Well, let's get something straight out in the open. I am not a... As much as I'll sit here and talk about the intricacies of barbecue versus grilling and this cooker versus that cooker, I'm not a snob. I'm not going to come over to your house and judge (laughs) you by what you're doing if you don't ask me for help or anything like that. I'll eat and I'll make it seem like I'm enjoying it just fine and then I'll go home and talk shit about you behind your back all day long. (laughs) But look, uh, I think... When we're talking about grilling, some of the biggest mistakes that are made are these that I'll list off. First of all, people don't take care of their particular grill. Uh, this is an investment that you've put money in. Uh, I could tell you how to buy how to buy a grill, but even if it's a $200 grill that you get at Target or, or Walmart, you want it to last a certain period of time. So you want to take care of it. You want to maintain it properly. And that's obviously all going to depend on how much you're cooking on it. If you're like me and you're outside five, six times a week cooking on it, you're going to want to clean it a little bit more often than maybe once a year for the people that do it a few times on the weekend when it's warm out. Of course, I live in Cleveland, so I do actually have a winter, not like L.A. where I would just be out there
0: all the time. To put in your request for a future show, please contact John Solberg via email at john j o n at com. This is going so well. We're gonna do another segment of it. That's right, it's Greg Grempy and a doubleheader. Before we jump into that second segment with Greg and the and the Broads from Broader Topic, which by the way is now defunct. Are you following the Big Barbecue Central Show on social media? It is much appreciated and easy to do. It is at BBQ Central Show on Instagram and Twitter and slash BBQ Central Show on Facebook. Here we go, segment two, Greg and the gals from Broader Topic.
1: I live in Cleveland, so I do actually have a winter, not like L.A. where I would just be out there all the time. But you want to take the grill grate off. You want to clean out uh, the flavorizer bars or the grease deflectors. You want to clean out the burners. You want to clean out the fireboxes underneath there so things don't catch on fire or things start to corrode or rust out. Take care of it. And then you want to, every time, Preheat the grill as hot as it's going to go before you put anything on it. Preheat it as hot as it's going to go, and then take a grill brush. Grill great, Wipe that off. Good grill hygiene equals healthy grill. No cancer that, you know, we talk about cancer and grilling now. All of a sudden, that's BS to a certain degree. But if you start with a nice, fresh, clean grill, everything is going to come off nice and tasty. Then, when you put your meat on, tell me you haven't seen the schmuck at a, at a cookout, ladies who the minute yeah. he puts down a burger or a steak or a hot dog, he is after it with like a spatula or tongs. Yeah. Things been down for like 30. I knew that was
3: coming. I was I mean, those people that press it on there.
1: What the hell is this guy doing? Have a beer, as my great Canadian friend Ted Reader says. You know, put the stuff on the grill. Have a beer. Relax for five minutes. Let it sear. Which doesn't seal in the juices, by the way, but that's a different discussion for a different day. Uh, but it allows the meat to caramelize and to crisp up on the outside to give that nice crust, uh, nice caramelization of flavors on whatever it is that you're doing. And then, you know, for burgers or steaks, for instance, once uh, once the myoglobin starts to pool on top of the part that hasn't been flipped over yet. Then you can start to take your tongs and kind of start to lift it off a little bit. And if it's sticking, it's not ready to turn over. Don't tear it off and just flip it over because uh-huh. you think it needs to be flipped. The meat will tell you when it ah. needs to be turned. Ooh. So, That's, kind of you're lift on. it up. A meat Once yes. it releases, then you can go ahead and flip it over, you can finish cooking. And remember ladies, <clears throat> steaks <laughs> are always at most Best tasting, succulent and juicy at a medium rare. And anything over that, we're going to fist fight if I see it.
2: Yeah, oh my goodness. Oh, yeah. Wow, I, I think that's wise. Now, uh, Katie, no. Katie, Wait. our producer wanted to ask me. Uh, yes. Have you asked the question of if a charcoal grill versus a gas grill is better?
1: Well, I have like eight grills at my house. So I think having all the grills is the best because that way you can use it to whatever your particular event is for that <laughs> evening. Or if you're having a big gathering, you can cook a lot of stuff at the same time. Uh, gas grills are very easy to use. Uh, they're very nice to get up to temperature to cook. Maybe you're coming home from work, you don't want to mess around with charcoal. That's fine. You light the grill, you go ahead and get your meat ready and then it's all heated up and ready to go uh, after you get your prep work done. I think for me... Better flavor on a charcoal grill because you can use lump charcoal, which is carbonized wood, has a better flavor. Plus, you can throw in wood chunks easier on a charcoal fire than you can with gas grills. I've always had problem with like the wood chunks or the wood chips burning and actually catching on fire. And you need the smoke to impart flavor. And once they're burning, you've kind of eliminated that process. So for me personally, I like charcoal, but I don't think one is technically better than the other. And like I said, if you have both, you have the, the best of, of both worlds. Now... If I might finish up on the mistakes that the beginners make. After you're cooking, yes. they don't then turn the heat back up to high and do a proper burn off. And uh-huh. you know you leave that. Once you see all the white smoke stop rolling out of the cooker, which means you've properly burned it off. Then you can turn it off, let it cool down, go back over it with that grill, uh, grill brush again. And you have proper grill grates. It's clean and ready to go for the next time. Just those few steps can right. make you a better grill right off the bat.
2: Greg, this is Laura. I'm sorry, but I have to take you down on, on that last one. I have an issue. What are you talking Do about? You to I'm talking about a problem I have with you, Greg Rumpy. All right, bring it on. <laughs> Here's the thing. So my husband listened to you the last time. You know that he listened to your show. Yes. And he got yes. that advice about the burn off, and yep. we tried very hard to follow that, and we ran out of tank after tank of protein of um, propane. propane because we could not remember to turn the freaking thing off.
1: Well, look, Laura. Are you having an issue with me giving out proper advice? Are you having yeah, yeah, yeah. an issue with your husband being a, a dimwit and not going yeah. back out onto the onto the deck and turning off the grill?
2: Yeah. Well, maybe both. All right. I
1: mean, I'm, I'm, only, I'm only here to give information. I don't know whatever you do with it is that's up to you afterwards.
2: He All needs right.
3: to tie a little string yeah. around his finger, and remember. that way he can remember to go turn it off. Yeah, here's, what okay. you, here's what you All need right. to do.
1: This is what I do, Laura, and uh, tell your husband because he's obviously a fan. Uh, every time I start the burn off, I set a timer for six minutes, and that way it beeps, and I'm like, oh, what the hell is that? Oh, got to go turn off the grill. And then I get up and turn it off, and there you go. Or you can, do you have natural gas in the house?
2: I don't know.
1: (laughs) What? When you go to the stove, is it electric or does fire come out of the burners? (laughs) It's a good way to tell.
2: She doesn't know okay. yes, we do. I guess that my question is I didn't know if we had an accessible natural
1: gas oh. line. All right. that was well, awesome. if you have uh, if you can pipe into natural gas, you have a plumber come over, he can convert your propane grill into natural gas, and that way you don't have to you know continually consume twenty pound bottles of propane that you forget to turn off. However, it could make the heating bill go up a little bit higher in the house That's true,
2: and you put Hank Hill out of business,
1: yeah, exactly. who needs that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, uh, Greg, I have to tell you, uh, thank you for uh, letting us be on your show so that I could feel really, really not like a smart person. Uh, no, I'm <laughs> kidding. But uh, your information is always so interesting, and we love having you here on Broad Topics. Can we, can we have you back multiple times?
1: This would, I mean, me, four ladies, I could, I could never say no. Yay.
2: So, we love that you know, whenever. We the guy who puts the heat in Cleveland.
1: That's right. The guys who put the heat and the meat in Cleveland. Uh, and, of course, this is, what we found out here is this works because I'm doing a live show right now, too, and you're interviewing me, but you're on my like specific radio thing here after the first hour airs over there. This has been a fabulous uh, kind of back and forth to realize that two live shows can coexist and kind of interview and talk with each other on two different stations. It's outstanding.
2: We groundbreaking. are breaking. We are a marvel of internet radio. I'm telling you. Yes, we are.
1: Absolutely. Well, I certainly appreciate all the time you've given me, and you've actually listened to me ramble at uh, length about nothing. And the next time you want to have me on, just let me know. I'm more than happy to do it.
3: Greg, you have such a sexy voice.
2: Don't hurt nobody.
1: Yeah, Stacy, <laughs> thank you, baby. You like our new
0: host,
2: yes? <laughs> Hook me up, uh, find
1: me on Twitter, BBQ Central Show.
2: <laughs> well, thank you for uh, letting us chat with you, Greg, and, and enjoy Cleveland, and we'll have you back again soon and hopefully vice versa.
1: All right, ladies, thanks very much for the time. Bye-bye, Bye-bye. Very great. Bye. Yeah. There we go. What do we think? Instant feedback. Come on. What do we think? So, 22 minutes after the top of the hour, and I thought honestly, That it was going to be a little bit more horrific on the technical side of things. But it turned out that it was great. I mean, who doesn't want to know about the... the, Especially you guys online. Who doesn't want to know about the basic... What do you do when the gas turns My husband will turn off the gas grill. What can I do about that? You're going to yell at me about giving you proper information, but your husband doesn't remember to turn off the gas grill. You know, it's called a timer, buddy. Look up, go to Target, get one for buck three eighty. They're on sale, two for twenty five cents right now. If you go to Fred's Music and BBQ.com, you can buy twenty five different timers that match your needs and different colors as well. I should have mentioned a thermometer. You need to have a thermometer too if you're a griller or a barbecueer as well
0: speaking of timer my time is up here it's time to move on thank you so much for checking out episode 76 of the best moments of the barbecue central show in 10 minutes or less there's a lot more in this episode i actually think this could be a, another best moments show pulled from july the 5th 2011 at some point beat me to the punch head on over to the bbq and check it out There will be a link in the show notes that will take you right to the full episode. As always, I am grateful for your listenage each week. And until next time on the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less, I am your host, John Solberg, and I do look forward to talking to you again soon.